New York is going after Trump again. The economy is going south and just in time for the elections. And St- Stacey Abrams is an idiot. This is Gene and you're li- listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Yeah, I'm doing a little, going a little bit earlier today. Uh, I'm going to try and do my podcast about between 1 and 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, the reason I'm late today, early today, is I have a guitar lesson at four, and I'd like to practice a little bit because I want to sound like I know what I'm doing. But I, I did do this. I, I, bought, I did something that I'm a little surprised at. I bought it an Alexa, one of those Alexa dots, where you can ask Alexa. You yeah, see, there she goes. Uh, hey Alexa, stop. Um. And I guess there's a whisper mode on this thing. And so I'm sitting here preparing for this deal. And then Alexa, the, the, I, I, the dot begins to whisper at me. And I'm like, what in the hell? And if you've seen some of my videos, you know I'm, I'm a big ghost guy. I, the thing starts whispering. I'm like, what the hell is that? And it's the dot. If, and it said, basically, if you want to get out of whisper mode, just say no whisper mode. Yeah, well, yeah, it just scared the crap out of me. That's why I was like, where is that? What is that? So anyway, uh, yeah, I know my dad says, oh, you can't get one of those. They're spying on you and stuff like that. Yeah, probably. But trust me, that one little thing, uh, the convenience I get out of it is going to be far more than my worry about being spied on because... I've got a computer, I've got a phone, I'm going to be, I've got internet access, I've got a tablet, I'm going to be spied on anyway, so I might as well let everyone enjoy. Okay, so let's get to the news. Uh, we got a new Kamalaism. So this one's from Stacey Abrams, who's running for governor of Georgia. And she's probably, Brian, Brian Kemp, I think his name is, who's the current Republican governor. Yeah, he's going to kick her ass again. I think he's up by something like 20 points. So she's going to get her ass kicked again. Um, She made probably one of the stupidest assertions in support of abortion I have ever heard of. I mean, these people are, this is the party of science, folks. This is the party of science. So let's listen to her idiotic statement. There is no such thing as a heartbeat in six weeks. It is a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to take Now, in case you didn't hear that, because she was speaking in an auditorium, she said there is no such thing as a heartbeat at six weeks. It's a manufactured sound designed to convince people that men have the right to control a woman's body. By the way, Stacey Abrams, not a shock. She doesn't have any kids. So I guess doctors, stethoscopes, and sonograms are all just a conspiracy to talk you out of having an abortion. I, the idiocy of that statement, I, I can't, I, I won't even address it. So much sciencing. Okay, let's get, let's get to the important stuff. There is some important stuff. So Letitia James, who's the Attorney General of New York, has decided to sue the Trump administration. So you probably heard this, but here's the story. It's a 220-page complaint. I did not read the whole complaint. I just read the uh, summary of it. Um, Some things about this whole thing. First off, this is a lawsuit. This is not a criminal 
prosecution. That's important. We'll talk about that in a second. Next, James has led this investigation into Trump and his businesses for more than three years, which is weird. This is going to be a huge, and by the way, this is going to be a huge problem with this case, is that she was investigating Trump. She wasn't investigating a crime. She was looking for a crime. And we're going to see the crime's pretty weak tea. So we'll get to that in a second. Uh, When James deposed Trump last month, as part of the investigation, the former president pleaded the Fifth Amendment something like hundreds of times. Now, you can plead the Fifth Amendment. As a matter of fact, if I were a Trump lawyer, that's exactly what I would do. I would make him plead the Fifth Amendment because you don't want Trump talking. And the reason you don't want Trump talking is because he'll talk himself into a jail cell. He'll exaggerate, which would be considered a lie, or he would lie, or he would say something that's incriminating. You do not want Trump interviewing. So if I'm Trump's attorney, whether he did something or not is irrelevant. You don't want Trump talking. So yes, if they ask him, would you like a a glass of water? I would tell Trump to plead the fifth. That's, That's how it is with this guy. The lawsuit is targeting his businesses within New York, his business associates, his family, including Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, Ivanka Trump, his attorneys, Alan Weisenberg, Jeffrey McConnell, and the Donald Trump Revocable Trust, the Trump Organization, Inc., and a bunch of other small players. So it is just going after everybody. James alleges that Trump, with help from his eldest kids, quote, used fraudulent and misleading asset valuations over 200 times in 10 years on his annual financial statements. Okay, that's kind of, end quote, that's kind of a weird thing, all right? Because here's the deal. What she's basically accusing him of, she's accusing him of taking a property, valuing it at one price when it was worth another. That's going to be another problem for her. And we'll talk about that in a second because I, I'll i actually read from uh, the Daily Wire what they're going after, okay? The lawsuit seeks... million in penalties, which I think is going to be weird because a lot of the things she's saying involves his Florida property. So we'll have to see how that's going to work out. And a ban on operating any businesses. All those people I just mentioned, all those people in the lawsuit, they cannot operate businesses uh, in New York. They also want to uh, ban Trump for the next five years on purchasing any property in New York. Um, The New York Attorney General is also referring the investigation to the Department of Justice, which doesn't make a lot of sense because if she had any evidence, it would not be a civil suit. It would be be a, a criminal suit, a criminal case. So I'm not exactly sure what she's referring to the DOJ. We're suing Trump. So you could do the idea is to, is to basically harass Trump. That's, that's what it comes down to. Because as we see, this, this case is going to be zero. It's going to be nothing. 
I would be even shocked if this ever saw the inside of a courtroom. And if it does, it'll be five years from now. Okay, so according to the Daily Wire, here's uh, what they're gonna, what they say that he actually did. One of the allegations in the lawsuit claims that Mar-a-Lago, Trump's Florida golf resort and his current residence, was valued at $739 million. The resort's valuation was about 10 times greater than what it should have been valued at, roughly $75 million. The higher valuation was, quote, based on a false premise that it, un- that it was unrestricted property and could be developed for residential use even though Mr. Trump himself signed deeds donating his residential development rights and sharply restricting changes to the property, end quote. The lawsuit says, according to NBC News. Okay, so that, that's, that's, that's where it's going. Here's the problem. There's a bunch of problems with this lawsuit. And I, didn't, I brought a couple of them up, but there's huge problems with this lawsuit. Um, even Attorney General, former Attorney General uh, Bill Barr, he said this is just garbage. This is going nowhere. It, the, the left is thrilled about it, by the way. They're thrilled. They think this is going to be a big deal. But there are some huge problems. It's obviously a very weak case because it's not a criminal case. It requires proof of reasonable doubt, it, uh, which requires proof beyond a reasonable doubt. So this case is a civil case. With a civil case, you just need a preponderance of the evidence. You need nine people to sit back and say, yeah, eh. or seven people. Like, yeah, seven people. No, nine people. I can't remember how many in a jury. It doesn't matter. It just requires 51% of the people to sit there and say, yeah, he's guilty. Okay. She's hoping the jury with a, she's hoping that a jury, Letitia James is hoping that a jury with a bunch of leftists on it from New York will actually just prosecute him. Okay. Property, the other problem is property valuation is extremely subjective. And that's a big problem for her. And it's going to be a big problem for, for other reasons is that the banks who gave the loans have to do due diligence to prove that to to actually allow him to get the loan so they not only the banks themselves not only are going out there and just handing him money they're actually checking out okay this Marlago place yeah it's worth 75 million you got to blame the banks and that's what Trump administration can call the bankers hey you declared it $75 million. How, what, what due diligence did you go through as a bank? Or did you just hand Trump $100 million? Yeah, so they, 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 she's going to have to explain that. Finally, this appears to be a malicious, vindictive prosecution. Because one of the ways Letitia James actually got, uh, became the Attorney General of New York is by saying she was going to prosecute Trump. She, that was her campaign statement. Don't believe me? Listen to this. We would join with law enforcement and other attorneys general across this nation in removing this president from office. In addition to that, the office of attorney general will continue to follow the money because we believe that he's engaged in a pattern and practice of money laundering 
laundering the money from foreign governments here in New York State, a country at war with itself. You may be wondering what you could possibly do to change it. The answer is simple, everything. And it starts with electing an attorney general who will never back down when Trump or anyone else threatens our rights. That was her campaign commercial. A crappy campaign commercial. Not why she, the only reason you should elect her is she's going to go after Trump. Forget about the fact that there's rampant crime in New York. She's going to go after the president of the United States. How brave of her to say that in New York. Hey, you want more? Here's, here's another one. I've got a bunch of them. We need to find out where he's laundered money. We need to find out whether or not he's engaged in conspiracy and whether or not he's colluded not only with Putin, Putin, but also with China as well. We all know that 10 years ago he was almost bankrupt. Most domestic banks were not lending him any money. Where did he get all of the money to purchase his real estate holdings and all of his golf courses? And all of those transactions have happened here in New York City, which is why the, the next attorney general is absolutely critical. Why do Democrats sound so freaking mad all the time? My gosh, just because you lost an election, you're going to throw temper tantrums and that's going to be your campaign? Just be pissed off all the time? Yeah, Republicans aren't pissed off. I remember when Glenn Youngkin ran last year. You know, you had McAuliffe, who was the current... Uh, Youngkin is the governor of Virginia. You had McAuliffe, who basically was mad all the time. He was the current governor of Virginia. And, and Youngkin was just kind of like, hey, I'm here. I'm going to help you out and we're going to do things and blah, blah, blah. These people are always pissed off. But the reality is Donald Trump, when he was running, when they were, you know, impeaching him 17 times, he said, they're after me. They're coming after me. Doesn't it sound like they're coming after him? Do you think those couple of clips... And there are dozens of more, dozens more, are not going to end up in front of a jury and a judge. Do you think those clips are not going to are not going to end up in front of an appellate court? This looks like a vindictive. This looks like an in, a vindictive prosecution. And by the way, nothing in the lawsuit says anything about money laundering, conspiracy, or collusion. It's okay. Uh, he, deval he, he, he devalued property or he overvalued property. Again, we don't know if any of that's true. And even if it, he's, he did, I mean, this is the problem when you have politicians trying to explain and, and the whole thing. He was almost bankrupt. I mean, yeah, he was bankrupt. I think he was went bank. He filed for bankruptcy seven times. That's called business. He does. He wasn't bankrupt. His private assets were worth about $4 billion. Which, by the way, his private assets are now worth $2 billion because he served four years as president, didn't take a salary, and didn't work on his businesses. Amazing, huh? My question to Miss uh, James is, why is President Biden worth $20 million and has four? I think he has four estates. He might have... Only three, but I, I don't know. Why does he, how does he, a career politician, have all that money? No one investigates him, though. It's just amazing stuff. This is, this is, oh, by the way, by the way, I forgot about this. 
Letitia James is up for re-election on, uh, in November. This is nothing but a vicious, malicious prosecution. It's going to be seen that way. And a cynical election ploy to get her name in the lights. This is going absolutely nowhere. All right. Now let's continue with some kind of bad news here. Um, the, Fed is, the Fed decided yesterday to raise interest rates 0.75%. That brings interest rates to between 3 and 3.25%. That's not good. It means that we're houses, new cars, loan, and loans of any kind are going to go through the roof. Uh, before the announcement, the stock market was actually up about 100 points. After the announcement, during, actually, I take it back, during the announcement, the stock market just dropped like a rock. It actually ended up um, down 550 points. So that's, yeah, that's not good. Right now, the stock market is, at, I think it was up, down only 40 points. I'm going to take a look right now and see where it is. Uh, come on, where's the Fox business here? Uh, Fox. Da, da, da. Let's see. What is the stock market at now? It's down 64. So that's okay. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. I mean, not great, but anyway, um, I said yesterday that the Fed was probably going to have to really cool down inflation, and it's not cool at all. I know Biden doesn't think there's inflation because it's been at 8.3% all through Trump's presidency. I just found out Trump's during Trump's presidency, um, it, inflation was up 1.2%. That's it. It's at 83 right now. It maxed at 9.6 or 95 so, yeah, no, inflation hasn't been at 8.3% at all. It hasn't been at 8.3% since the freaking 80s, 1980s. <laughs> so, um, it probably, inflation probably is going to have to go, I said yesterday, it's probably going to have to go up to 5-6%. Um, real negative attitudes say it's got to go up to 10% to calm inflation a little bit. Uh, Powell admitted yesterday it's going to have to go up to between 4 and 5% and he's to cool inflation down a little bit. I still think it's going to have to go higher than that. And um, basically make money not available is essentially what this does. Because right now everybody has a lot of money and they're spending tons of money. The problem is we need to make it that people don't have any money and the only way... Raising the interest rates basically another tax. So they want to raise the interest rates to the point people don't have any money and they stop spending and that will bring down inflation. Now that's 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 bad. They don't want to do that. And the reason they... Well, before I get to that, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell, he sat there and said, hey, we're going to, by the end of the year, in, we're going to have interest rates at probably 4.4%. So he is already saying we're going to have to raise it. And... It's really damaging to raise inflation, raise uh, the percentage rate, simply because people, companies, it's not just I can't buy a house or you can't buy a car. It's that companies can't get loans to build their businesses. When they can't get loans to build their businesses, they typically lay off people. Now, Jerome Powell had said that he's really trying to have something called one wants to control inflation 
through something known as a soft landing. He's, he actually did say that yesterday. A soft landing means you don't, people don't lose their jobs, but we do tamp down inflation. The problem is at 8.3%. The last time this was this high was in the 80s. Uh, a guy named Volcker, I can't remember his first name, he actually raised the interest rate to 20% to tap down inflation. And we all saw what happened there. It, it, there was an actual crash. People all lost their jobs in the 80s. This was at 81, 82. This is before Reagan. They tamped down inflation when Reagan got in by doing something extreme like that. And then the economy, the GDP was able to build up. The economy was able to grow. Because Reagan went in there while they were maxing out the interest. And I remember this. While they were maxing out the interest rates back then, it shows you how old I am. When they were maxing out the interest rates back then, Reagan was able to remove regulations, lower taxes, and then suddenly businesses started building up again, and then they were able to low, lower the interest rates. It took a couple. It took about a year before they actually fixed it. So be prepared for it. But the problem is he did warn that, yeah, it's going to be very difficult to have a soft landing. We're looking at a hard landing, which means... People are going to lose their jobs. The economy is going to stagnate, stagnate, and it, it's we're going to have issues. He is predicting that um, that we are probably going. He is predicting that we are probably it's probably going to take us two years for the government to actually for GDP to go above something like 0.3 percent. As a matter of fact, he is recommending, this is the second part of this story, he is saying that GDP probably won't grow past 0.3%. A lot of people, which is nothing. Okay, that is nothing. And um, forecasters are saying that we're looking at that for the next two years. So we're kind of we're screwed. What is amazing is the Biden administration has screwed this up so bad that this is looking to, we may not see growth until the 2024 elections. So they're thinking that, yeah, Democrats are going to get ruined in the 2024 elections after two years of recession. Other more bad news for the economy, oil has gone up. California, this morning, uh, gas prices were up 20 cents. That ends 100 days of decreasing or steady gas prices. So, and that's just the beginning. In October, again, another fantastic planning move by Joe Biden. Right before the election, he's, they're going to have to stop pulling 1 million barrels of oil from the strategic reserve. So be prepared to, for gas to spike again. In my neck of the woods, in your neck of the woods, if you're in any other state besides New York and California, you're looking at, again, $4 gas prices, 4 to $5 gas prices. In California, we're looking at between 6 and $7 gas prices, again. So all this crap, and I can't wait to hear Peter Ducey deal with the president on this one. When gas prices get that high, and he's been touting that, well, since June... Gas prices have gone down. By the way, I, I don't understand that. Why June? Why don't you just say since my presidency, gas prices have gone up $2.50 a gallon? He doesn't do that. 
So it's going to be the next two years. It's it's going to be rough. Okay, the next story here. This is cool. The government continues to make our military stronger and more fearsome to the the world here. According to Fox News, a diversity and inclusion training by the United States Air Force Academy in Colorado instructs cadets to use words that include all genders and refraining from saying things like mom and dad. The slide presentation, quote, diversity and inclusion, what it is, why we care, and what we can do, end quote, obtained by Fox News Digital advises cadets to use person-centered and gender-neutral language when describing individuals. Some families are headed by single parents, grandparents, foster parents, two moms, two dads, etc. Consider parent or caregiver instead of mom and dad. The presentation states, quote, use, wor- use words that include all genders folks or y'all instead of guy's partner or versus boyfriend or girlfriend. You can't make this stuff up. I swear to God, you can't. I'm glad they aren't teaching things like, you know, military theory, how to kill people, how to blow things up, because that's basically what the military, I thought when I was in the military, that's what we were trained to do is kill people, blow things up. You know, that's what we were taught. I think terms like mom and dad and boyfriend and girlfriend should not be used. Yes, you're absolutely correct. And that's what our... And these these guys at the military academy are supposed to be officers. They're supposed to be leaders. That's what they need to know. Don't use boyfriend, girlfriend. And by the way, what's a girl anyway, right? Other things they're, they're teaching, um, there's an exercise uh, that basically says that you have to come up with as many animals with that start with the letter G as possible. I'm not kidding. The reason? It shows diversity of thought. So what these students do, they go in there, they're given one minute to type in all the animals with the, that start with the letter G and then compare it with their friends. It's supposed to show diversity of thought. Wow. Um, it teaches to be not to be colorblind, but color conscious. That's right. That's that's critical race theory right there. That's critical race theory. Now, what's weird is when I was in the military, we were taught completely the opposite. You don't acknowledge anybody by their details or by their personal, by their personalities or anything like that. You are not supposed to be an individual. You are supposed to be a team. The famous movie, um, Full Metal Jacket. Right in the beginning, that's exactly what the sergeant, the drill sergeant tells them. Of course, he tells them in colorful language, which I was going to put up, but I thought, no, because I don't want this band. And it also teaches cadets to value themselves. Again, when I was in the military, that's exactly the opposite of what they taught us. Not to value ourselves, to value the team, to value your teammates, because you have to save their lives. If you overvalued yourself, you wouldn't fight and you'd worry about your own death. That's not something that was taught when I was in the military. As a matter of fact, they went out of their way to take away your value. 
They even told you that. You are worthless. Absolutely incredible. I wonder when China is going to start implementing this pro programs like this. Oh, man. We are just destroying our military just to be woke. Yeah, it, this is great. I, I actually... I actually was going to talk about this yesterday, but I didn't get to it because I was running late, like I'm running late now. Um, here's the thing, and I think this is important. I should, probably should have talked about it yesterday. I might talk about it again. If your kids are on TikTok, getting themselves, getting them off that site might save their lives. I am not kidding. According to the New York Post, it's a recipe for disaster and possibly the hospital. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration is warning against the social media challenge, which involves people coating their, coating their poultry, chicken specifically, in NyQuil. Called the NyQuil Chicken Challenge, users on social media are covering their meat in the over-the-counter medication, which is used to treat flu symptoms, colds, and allergies. Unsurprisingly, the FDA warned that it could have very dangerous outcomes, not just if it is ingested, but from the cooking process itself. Quote, boiling medication can make it more concentrated and change its properties in other ways, the FDA explained in a warning, adding that even inhaling medication's vapors while cooking could cause high levels of the drugs to enter your body. Just wow. I mean, this is freaking incredible. Does that mean now, when I get a cold, I'm going to have to have my NyQuil pulled out of a thing because it can't be sold to me directly because they need to check my ID? Because these stupid freaking kids keep doing stupid things? Remember, right now, I have to actually be ID'd for Sharpies because these kids keep sniffing them. Now, I've got some thoughts about this. I really do. First off, um, TikTok is a Chinese company. And I have to wonder, honestly, is China actually creating these stupid challenges? Because it seems like these challenges are one dangerous, more dangerous than the other. I mean, there was a Tide Pod challenge. There was the um, punching someone in the face challenge. I can't remember what that's called. There was a challenge where you'd walk up buckets and typically fall. People were falling from 20 feet and breaking bones. Are they doing this on purpose? Now, I don't like NyQuil when I'm sick. I, I hate taking NyQuil. Could you imagine boiling it and making it stronger? And what does that chicken chase, it taste like? That chicken has got to taste like crap. NyQuil sucks. Well, I guess this is one way to get rid of the stupid in our society. Anyone who is stupid enough to attempt this, hey, hey, they deserve what they get as far as I'm concerned. It's hard to believe that Democrats... And, and the kids that are... These are kids that are doing this. 15, 16, 17, 18 years old. Isn't it amazing? Democrats want this group to actually vote. 15, 16. They want 16-year-olds to vote. These guys don't even... <laughs> these guys can't even take care of themselves. These guys are doing stupid crap. This is common sense stuff. Don't, don't, don't eat Tide Pods. 
Don't soak your chicken in freaking NyQuil and then cook it and then eat it. Incredible. Okay, um, there will not be a podcast tomorrow unless something really bizarre comes up. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Uh, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Uh, take care of yourself. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Thank you.